you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast. Back with your boys, you know how it goes, Blue Weslow and Robbie underscore V. Today we play Christmas episode. Today we play. Today we talk about a whole lot of really cool stuff. We talk about Christmas, uh, talk about uh, some of the gifts we got, talk about some... Uh, so we talk about a lot of video game stuff today. We talk about the day before a little bit. We talk about GTA. Insomniac hacks. We talk about the Insomniac hacks. Uh, we talk about... We have a lot of really, really poignant Q&As today as well, I must say. And in general, we just kind of vibe. You know how it goes. That's what we do here at GG Over Easy. So if you like us, if you like the content we put out, and if you like Christmas, because if you don't watch this episode, you would probably hate Christmas. That's just the rules. I don't make them. Then stick around. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 208. Am I right, bro? 209. Damn, I'm old. Uh, thank you guys all for being here. Merry Christmas. Big shouts out uh, to everybody that's celebrating Christmas today. Um, happy holidays. Um, real quick, Blue. I'm going to close my door so we can talk about some gifts. 
Oh, we're talking about some real shit. When the door closes, the real shit comes uh, out. So, um, Christmas is here. Uh, did you, you know, buy anything for anybody or gift anything? I know uh, your boyfriend was recently over. I think you tweeted yesterday that you were depresso mode. Um, did you guys do a gift exchange while you were uh, here or anything like that? Uh, the gift exchange. Okay, so he has his birthday when he comes down here. And it's also our anniversary when he came down here. So oh we had a two pack. Uh, took him to Lightscape down in uh, San Antonio, which is super sick. He's big in photography, so we had a great time. And then we went to the Tower of the Americas up. Um, uh, I don't which, know what that is. Tower of the Americas is basically like the Space Needle from Seattle, uh, except oh, okay. it has a restaurant at the top floor. Oh, fancy. So that was super sick. We Use. went there for our anniversary. Um, and now I'm broke. So your boy is going <laughs> light on family Christmas presents, which I don't think is unfair because I pretty I much always never ask for Christmas presents myself. So, yeah. Um, for, for me with Christmas, um, I don't get like my siblings anything. Cause I have so many, so many siblings. I only get my parents stuff, uh, and Sydney. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to like buy stuff for my siblings and stuff. Cause it's like, you guys are adults. Like if you want to buy exactly. something, you can go and yeah, get, like, like you guys can go and get it if you want. Like, I don't know. But like for my parents, it's like, all right, like you made Christmas cool when I was a kid. So like I'm still gonna like get you guys gifts and stuff like that. So, um, I did get my mom some stuff. Uh, Sydney got some bangers this year though, which she went um, hard. I'm re- really, really excited for Sydney to get one of her gifts. Um, we're not even can't uh, even spoil it on this podcast because that's nope. Ah. Well, I mean, by the time Sunday comes out, she'll be opening it, I believe. Oh, Sunday, really? Okay. Yeah, because what Sunday's Christmas Eve, and then Monday is Christmas. No chance, no chance he listens. And I think she's upstairs showering right now because we're leaving for my parents here in a little bit. Um, me and her mom got her the Lego Lord of the Rings Rivendale set. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So she's really into Lord of the Rings and I think she'll um she'll really like it. Um she is super into Legos. Uh so really excited to see that one be opened. Um and then, you know, my dad's the kind of guy I'm like, hey, dad, like, what do you want for Christmas? And he's like, uh, a Porsche 911 or a yeah. Rolex Daytona. And it's like, all right, well, I'll get you some socks then. So I literally got my dad's socks uh, to, like, prove a point. And then. Dude, get his ass. But there's something about dads that, like, it's, here's the thing. My dad asked for, like, pretty exorbitant gifts for a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I got him like this $500 giga fucking badass grill. All right. I went hard and he was super thankful for it. And I was so happy. Motherfucker never used that shit. That shit's <laughs> rotting in the backyard. And I'm just like, well, like, Glorified coat rack type shit. like next time, like when someone like, uh, I want to get my parents nice things when I can, but like when they ask for super nice things, I'm like, okay. But like historically, you guys like just kind of let them rot. And then I kind of yeah. feel like, well, there went that nice exorbitant gift. So plus I'm also like, I don't know. For, for the most part of my family, like just buys the things that they want. We have like a cereal, like everyone just gets something that they want when they want it. So shopping yeah. for people is kind of hard. 
yeah, it, my dad is the kind of type of person who has like everything too, and like he's at the point where it's like if he just wanted it, he would just buy it. Um, so it's crazy though that Christmas like just is already here. Like I don't know, as you as I get older, I just realize like Christmas isn't as cool as it was if, unless you have a kid. Like I feel like one of the perks of having a oh, kid is dude. around Christmas. Because uh, then, like, it, it just looks a lot more fun with a kid because then you have Elf on a Shelf and then you just fuck with them with Elf on a Shelf. I didn't have that as a kid. I don't know if that was, like, a new thing, Elf on a Shelf. But it seems like, I don't know, really fun to kind of fuck with kids that an elf is watching them and tell them if Santa is uh, a, a naughty or nice, if you will. See, I still like Christmas. What? Well, because Christmas is cool, but also, like, I guess like the the season of Christmas is what is what I like. Just like the you, lights and everyone, just the everything is decorated hard. The atmosphere is immaculate. The vibes perfect. Everyone is like out doing shit. It's kind of not like this is the one part of the season where I'm fairly extroverted and I want to go do things. And um but yeah, I would say like the family gathering part is definitely not as cool as an adult. Like as a kid, the family gathering was sick. Like, oh, the whole family's here. We got presents. Everyone's merry as fuck. Whereas now I'm just like, I'm a cave gremlin, so I just stay in my cave. Like, there's the only yeah. difference is like, yeah, the presents are cool, but like now there's a bunch of people downstairs in my cave, and I like the feeling of having your family here, but like I also like them being here while I'm in my cave. Yeah, and then like you can be a recluse and go back to your cave whenever you like you know whereas my whereas uh, like as a kid i was like let's fucking go fucking yeah. christmas baby let's do everything yeah like let's fucking go and now it's just like hey yeah um this christmas my like whole family is gonna be at my parents house so like my brother that lives in california now my brother that lives like six hours away and like Colorado, but like bumfuck Colorado. That's like near the border type shit. Um, and then one that lives in Arizona. So like everybody's going to be here. And then one of my brothers is actually getting eloped on like new years. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So they're like staying down here for a while and going to go and get eloped. And I, I don't know like how that really works, but we go to like a place and then we're going to like, drink at a bar i guess or something afterwards i don't really know it's way cheaper than the alternative which is a wedding oh, dude um eloping is the meta i i as much as weddings are tight dear god yeah. i can't even imagine the financial stress your your brain is currently in right now yeah thankfully that's like why Cindy and i did a really long engagement is specifically for like paying off the wedding and like making payments on stuff like that we're actually i'd probably say like 65 to 70 percent all paid for already at this point um so it's been awesome uh so big shouts out to everybody getting stuff for christmas um once again i asked for steam gift cards so i could put it all into csgo or cs2 i guess this is nuts I pretty actually much i did I did ask for one normal gift, which was huh. uh, good sleeping pillows. Oh, my God. Um, sleeping pillows changed the fucking game. Now, I have, like, I want, like, an, like I like Tempur-Pedic pillows, like the ones that are kind of, like, memory-type foam-type shit. I don't like, like, a soft pillow. Yeah. Um, and all, like, the Tempur-Pedic pillows I have now are, like, it's gotta be a little firm. Old. It's gotta be a little yeah, firm. Yeah, I like, I, I like a good firm pillow. 
Uh, what were you saying? I was just saying at this point, I just asked for people like, if you get a gift, get Boomy a gift. That counts as a gift for me. <laughs> get him something. Yeah. Get him a nice, get him some treats, get him like a cute little outfit. I'm cool. That's all I need. Is, uh, is he cool with wearing outfits? Or does he not like wearing outfits? Chihuahuas are notoriously pretty good about wearing outfits because they're always cold. So he'll wear... Uh, the only thing he won't wear, he won't do hats. And nor will I force hats on him because hats on dogs do like is the, like... Yeah, he'll get it off pretty quick. But outfits, he loves outfits. So I'm just like, get Boomy something. That works for me, baby. Um. So everybody enjoy your holiday season. I uh, would love to hear um, all the gifts you guys get in the comments, what you asked for, any video games you guys are hoping to play. Um, there is a video game you can play right now, but you might go to prison if you play it. Um, really? I wouldn't say it's... A, yeah. Would you like to guess what game, Blue? Uh, the it's day, not a game. The day before part two. Close. Um, Wolverine uh, oh, by Insomniac. My God. God, uh, I don't want to go too far into details out of respect for the devs, but my yeah. God, if you guys did not hear about this, yeah, I mean, Insomniac pretty much got um, ransomware hacked I hard. Believe it, I believe it was 1.6 uh, terabytes of data. Now, for those that don't know, 1.6 terabytes is a lot. That's a like, lot of is, data. That's a lot of data. Like that's a hundred. Like that's a hundred. Isn't that a thousand gigabytes? Like a thousand gigabytes or like sixteen hundred gigabytes? I guess that is like. And then like and and like unfortunately, like I don't. I don't mean like like it was also like devs' personal info and stuff like that. Like yeah, it sucks that, that like the, games that was were leaked. The, the worst part wasn't even the yeah. leak of the games. It was the personal yeah. info of all the devs. Like. like having a game leak is one thing and like oh man that really sucks but it's one thing to be like hey they have your phone number your address social security number uh where you went to school uh your application like like basically what i would assume is basically everything that got you hired up until that point uh these hackers have now um so yeah, it was um, brutal it just uh yeah so uh to to put it in perspective um Games that are expected to be launched in 2035 were essentially leaked. Like, basically, their release schedule for the next, like, 10 years uh, was basically leaked. Now, like Blue said, I don't want to get too much into, like, what was leaked and all that yeah, kind of stuff. And we're not going to spoil, like, exactly what got leaked, but we'll go over the general, like, yeah, the scale but, um, of it is terrifying. Yeah, I'll talk about, like, what... Uh, like, Mar Marvel's uh, Wolverine had already been announced. I think at the Game Awards it was announced. Um, and I believe a bunch of videos from that build leaked, but then, yes. um, a playable demo. Yeah. Not, not worst, even a playable demo. The like worst it's worst thing possible. A whole ass build leaked to like, yeah. And now you got a, people like a build. Yeah. A build. And you already have people like fucking with this playable build. Yeah. And it's like, that's that as a dev must be the most terrifying thing in the world. So much of your like raw work. It's just out in the public and it's I mean you I mean it's so bad like you have people already making mods for this playable build like yeah and like, um so insomniac games came out with a statement and I'll read a little bit for you guys um it says thank you for the outpouring of compassion and unwavering support it's deeply appreciated we are both saddened and angered about the recent criminal cyber attack on our studio and the emotional toll it has taken on our dev team we have focused inwardly for the last several days to support each other. 
We are aware that the stolen data includes personal information belonging to our employees, former employees, and independent contractors. It also includes early development details about Marvel's Wolverine for Spider-Man 5. We continue to work quickly to determine what data was impacted. The experience has been extremely dis uh, distressing for us. Uh, we want everyone to enjoy games we develop as intended and as our players deserve. However, like Logan, Insomniac is resilient. Marvel's Wolverine continues as planned. The game is in early production and will no doubt greatly evolve throughout uh, development, as do all of our plans. While we appreciate everyone's enthusiasm, we will share official information about Marvel's Wolverine when the time is right. On behalf of everyone at Insomniac, thank you for uh, ongoing support during this challenging time. Um, I think what is the biggest thing here is they specifically say cyber attack. Like they don't say oh, like yeah. leak or anything nah, like that. This is a whole Stole ass attack. Data. Yeah. Like, like they're very specific on like, this was an attack. This wasn't like a leak or anything like that. Like it, it's really crazy what dev teams have to go through uh, these days, especially like when releasing a game. The craziest thing I saw is like, I saw videos and stuff like that. Cause it was all over Twitter. And people going like, dude, this looks like shit. Like this game looks really it's bad. Like, it's like the the lack of awareness of people. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. They're on a fucking yeah. gray background fighting some random dudes. Yeah, you think <laughs> the like, shit, you think the full release, you think they're going to like just have these full release builds? Just yeah. at, this game is not gone gold. Like it, it astounds me how dumb Twitter game the gameosphere is people are like damn this, look, this looks unfinished as fuck like yeah no fucking shit dude do you want to solve another fucking mystery sherlock nice job man give yourself a clap because like obviously test builds like a very obviously not done yeah. things got out and people are just like this looks so fucking bad it's like damn man do you like i would you could not get that info out of me to blatantly say i'm stupid on Twitter, you could not torture that info out of me, but you just on Twitter said, "Yeah, man, check this out. I'm dumb." But uh, I, I like it looked like a classic uh, Insomniac games. Like that's what they do. They do that that crispy combat. They do that. It's it's what you the leak definitely was exactly what you would expect from Insomniac games. So the fact that people are weird about it is like, I don't know, what these people are on about. Yeah, it's um. It's pretty insane uh, and very unfortunate. I mean, if you, if you want to go look, the information is out there, but they also had like games that are planned on being released like five to six they years from now. They have some really, really, really bad spoilers of like, I mean, we are literally talking to 2035. There's a lot of games that are in there yeah. that if you don't want to get spoiled, please do not look at them. Yeah. Um. I will say, unfortunately, though, no Jack and Daxter. I don't know when we're ever going to get another Jack and Daxter, but we're not getting it from Insomniac, and I'm sad about it. Um, <sighs> Dark times. Dark times. But uh, really unfortunate what happened there. If you guys want to go look into it, um, you guys can uh, see the, the details. But yeah, 1.6 terabytes is crazy. Speaking of um, hackers, um, recently the, uh, the devs over at Rockstar had to release their trailer early because of hackers. That was so and crazy to me that, um, did you hear about exactly who? I have it right here, actually. Oh, here I am. Um, let it rip, baby. Let it rip. So the GTA 6 hacker who, um, I believe earlier in the year had like clips surface and, um, other kind of builds of like kind of what you saw with Insomniac and Wolverine. Yeah. 
Um, but this guy was just sentenced. Um, I have a headline right here. The 18-year-old hacker who leaked a GTA uh, 6 clips has been sentenced to life in hospital prison. Now, what life in hospital prison means, it's not actually like he never can leave. Basically, he has to serve his first six months, and then it's basically an indefinite sentence until somebody's like, all right, he's good. You can, like, release his ass. But, like, if they're just like, nope, nope, no, he'll never be released, you know, so... Is it life? No. Is it life? Sure. Like, so, um, okay, this is the crazy part. He hacked Rockstar at a hotel using an Amazon Fire Stick while in police protection. Think about that for a second. This guy used an Amazon Fire TV Stick to hack Rockstar. I can barely fucking open Apple TV with my fire stick. Okay. I don't even get how that works and like the steps to do that. Um, so I have a little like clip here, a uh, little says the jury was told while he was on bail for hacking uh, NVIDIA and BT slash EE and in police protection at a travel lodge hotel, he continued hacking and carried out his most infamous hack. Despite having his laptop confiscated, Kurtaj uh, managed to breach Rockstar, the company behind GTA, using an Amazon Fire Stick, his hotel TV, and a mobile phone. Kurtaji stole 90 clips of the unreleased and hugely anticipated GTA 6. Insane. Like, I swear to God, like... I. I I feel like these people like go to jail and then come out and then the government's like, hey, will you fucking work for us? Like to try and hack like or just like make their security better or something like. I mean, that's a like smart this, thing to do, right? Like, like people like this are super villains. Like how the fuck do you hack a billion dollar? I don't know if Rockstar is a billion dollar company. Close, I would assume. Um, with a Amazon, like, but like, then that makes me question, like, is it like Rockstar's side that is like not protected enough? Or is it that this kid is just like the Riddler and the Joker combined? Um, it, it, it's just crazy to see how, how much hacking has been going on recently. And something tells me it's not going to get any better. Can you guys hear that? Can you guys hear my, uh, Boomy a little bit. Yapping. It's not like anything crazy. He'll he'll, he'll he'll go down eventually. Boomy does this thing where like anyone leaves the house, he starts howling. He he's starts, like, no! he's like, they're never coming back. And I can always tell yeah. when someone left the house because he starts howling, which is adorable because yeah. it's like he misses his pack. Like someone just left his pack. He's like, they're never coming back. But still, it's poor poor little guy. He's getting through it. But yeah, the hack um was um. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, also that and also hilarious that like one of the dev's sons literally also released some like early gameplay like back in the day cafe like when we were we talked about on the podcast but it it just goes to show like how absolutely ravenous people are for this new gta game yeah and yeah super villain it it, if the government's smart yeah i mean which uh, absolutely these guys already do this they're like super villain more like super government hero (laughs) haha let's get it yeah i just i just don't get how I should get how they do this. Apparently, it cost Rockstar about five million dollars to recover all this kind of stuff, and they, um, I guess, the hacker sent out threatening text message to twenty six thousand EE customers trying to get like their money or like, but basically like blackmailing them and stuff like that. It's just, it's just absolutely diabolical. Yeah, truly, actually diabolical. Um. In other news, uh, that is other news. Uh, is there yeah, anything like, you wanted to our, touch on? I was like, I don't know uh, if we had anything else. Uh, oh, uh, I actually have this. Uh, the day before, Steam is, I don't think I've ever seen this before. No matter what, if you bought the day before, you are getting a, a refund. Even if you didn't ask for one, you are getting a refund back. Which is awesome uh, because... yeah. I, I, even if even if the the refunds go through, it's still pretty wild that like the day before its investors, no matter what, got scammed hard. Like they got absolutely just yoinked, pickpocketed right in broad daylight. So this refund stuff, are- while crazy, and it's amazing that people are going to get their refunds back because my god, like this game. I don't know if you guys have even looked at gameplay of this game, but this thing is, it's it's it's. it's it's barely playable and it's really not even a game. It's more like a tech demo of a game. Like it's, they got away with, with highway robbery. So while it's great that people are getting their refunds back, absolutely hard, not really gutted for their investors, but kind of like, I kind of admire how just under the rug, they pulled this off. Like this was crazy. They popped off. And, you know, I don't know if we'll ever see someone pop off this hard in the Skamaz, uh, Skamaz Olympics ever again. That was amazing. Oh, hats off to you, uh, Day Before Devs. What a scam. Yeah, definitely one of the most interesting, uh, uh, things I've ever seen. I actually have here, too, uh, Tiny Build closes indie publisher versus evil, all staff laid off. This came um, out of nowhere. 
Yeah, um, I'm not really familiar with a lot of versus evil, but I did like uh, their game First Class Trouble. Um, I believe that was like the the spy game we played, where it was like I could be wrong, uh, but I think we played that for a little bit. Yeah, we did play First Class Trouble. That game was a lot of fun, actually. Um, I don't know if they're going to be updating it anymore. That was like that spy game. I don't think you played it with us, Blue. I think it was me, Fruit, and Joey. I, I did see you guys play it, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't partake, unfortunately. Yeah, that 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 game was kind of fun. Um, I'm not really familiar with their other games: Pillars of Eternity, The Hand of Merlin, and Sock Venture. They had Unmetal, uh, which was actually really cool too. Uh, Mother Gunship, yeah. yeah, Tower of Guns was pretty popular. Uh, a bunch of other things. Oh yeah, First Class Trouble. Yeah, that was. I think that was probably the most their most well known one. I'm not sure. Jumpala seemed pretty fun. Barrio was also fairly popular. Is, uh, is Tiny Build um the the people that made Castle Crashers, or am I thinking of somebody different? Uh you might be thinking of someone different. Oh, they made Pillars of Eternity too. Pillars of Eternity. I know that's probably there. Yeah, that was that was huge. They they made a lot of games, a lot of games. Um, you know, unfortunately, I I don't know the exact um. Uh, circumstances why it happened but it's oh. it's a tough year for game devs and i say game devs because it's not a tough year for game studios because ceos be raking in that money did you see i actually wanted to talk about this a little bit did you see the amount of money bobby kotick was getting every year no i didn't see that is that the that's the activision blizzard the guy activision right guy. and so he's no longer i mean he's leaving activision i believe at the end of the year i saw that yeah that's the good news. Bobby Kotick was paid $155 million in compensation packages. The That's average so... annual income for a game, a, 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 you know, lowest level game dev, uh, entry level type stuff yeah. is $38,600. So you're telling me, so you're telling me Bobby Kotick Bobby Kotick, the CEO, was pulling, was, was on his own, gave the value to a studio, to the studios at Activision that like two or three AAA studios, like the amount of money you could employ two or three AAA studios worth of devs. You're telling me Bobby Kotick did more for those games than like those devs would have done. You're telling me Bobby Kotick is worth more than several studios. Like, come on, come on. And the game and the game industry is like wondering, like, man, like, like, why is it so hard? Like, it's so tough. Like, money just doesn't come in like it used to. And it's like, yeah, because you pay your devs pennies, and then you wonder why, like, how do we, how do these games get made? Uh, it's your dev teams, you freaks. Get it yeah. together. Taking these, yeah, that's taking these crazy. bonuses for all you did. With, what did you do? You're like the idea guy. You're like, I mean, guys, like, you're not even the idea guy. Yeah, I was like, he's idea guy. He just kind of like walks up and goes like, is everything like going? And they're like, yeah. Is good? And they're like, he's like, all right. Is all right? You're the manager at Walmart and you're like, who runs the Walmart? The people that work there. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Manager at Walmart probably work harder than Bobby Kotick did. Yeah. That's on facts. It's crazy. Um, Also, um... Aquaman is out. The uh, DC uh, universe has officially come to a close. Uh, we will no longer be getting anything um, from 
this DCU that we know now. I believe this Aquaman is the last of the DC uh, saga. And uh, good riddance. Uh, I think I can all say nobody really liked this DCU. I did like Snack Snyder's cut. You know, a four-hour movie was kind of fun. It did show the Martian Manhunter at the end, which, you know, I was all about. But, uh, yeah, it's it's over. Uh, out with a whimper, unfortunately. I don't think there was a single... I would say the closest they got to making a true banger was Wonder Woman. And that was about it. Yeah, the first Wonder Woman was, was definitely, great. like... Yeah. That's when I saw a glimmer of hope, but it's... um. It's been uh, quite a few years since then. And yeah, Snyder's Justice League was good. But like, I, I can't really even say I felt a f like a future from that. Because like, I, for me personally, I feel like Snyder like pulled, like did way too many. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I guess overall, like the DC universe never had a chance to breathe and like flesh out its characters and like get that like that, that walking to running space that it deserved. It just seemed like constantly always in that old DC universe that like they were trying to like get something that worked now yeah. versus like, you know, doing the slow burn that Marvel has become so good at of just like slowly letting these characters make their own, have their own movies, do their own thing and then bring them all together. And, you know, say what you will about like new Marvel, but at least they still want to focus on like you know building these characters slowly even if maybe these characters don't always bring in the most money you know what i mean so um speaking of marvel uh jonathan majors has actually been dropped um as kang after being found guilty of i forget what the exact charges were but he was um dropped for marvel nonetheless and kind of leaves marvel movies kind of floating in the water you're gonna try and figure out what they're gonna do i guess uh the kang dynasty um marvel movies uh for the avengers have officially been changed as well it's not called that anymore um who knows what direction they go in now uh but just wait if can one of the biggest bag fumbles or i've ever seen like i don't i don't think anyone's against a recast but it's it's definitely tough because like you're like what do you do when the guy you were grooming to be you know the big bad just fumbles it just yeah and it's it yep sucks you know we're we're kind of we're kind of uh i feel like overall we're kind of, we've we've definitely been coming out of the of the superhero movie golden age and uh you know, it's it's a little it's unfortunate. It's a little bittersweet, but ultimately, but yeah. it was gonna happen because uh, you know superhero fatigue for sure. So, but uh, you know, I still fucking still fucking love superhero movies, man. So I'll still go to them. Yeah, um, I will still be there no matter what. I will be there um, no matter what. But you know what stocks are on the rise is big monster movies, baby. Stonks are up. Yeah. I saw Godzilla yeah. minus one. What'd you think? Dare I say, the best movie of the year. Right? Like, like just so much fun, so great. Like, it's... We got that coming out. Then we got Godzilla x Kong. 
which looks so yeah. cheesy and stupid. And well, I'm, like, I'm here for, for it. I am there yeah, for yeah. that. I'm, I'm with you. Like Godz- you know, King of the Monsters, baby. Gas. Godzilla versus Kong. Gas. And guess what? I'm going to be there for Godzilla X Kong because that's going to be gas too. Because I like to see yeah. big monsters beat the shit out of each other. And you know what? If exactly. I want the more serious, like horror vibes version of Godzilla, Japan's got it locked down, yeah, baby. Japan's like, got, got it locked down. Yeah. So I you get, me. I get the, I get the cheesy, over the top action hero Godzilla, and I get the, oh my fucking god, this dude is terrifying yeah. Godzilla flicks. Hell yeah monster fans let's fucking go yeah godzilla fans are eating good today godzilla fans eating like spider-man fans uh, we just can't stop eating can't stop eating um little little tidbit here um i i did see that uh one piece is getting a new anime remake um and it's heading to netflix um i don't know how that's gonna work but the series will start with the east blue saga whatever that means uh so big shouts out to One Piece fans. I'm about like 60 episodes in and I need to get back in on it. Uh, anything else, Blue, we wanted to touch on before we go to some Q&A? Uh, as far as oh. the One Piece uh, uh, show goes, I will not be there no matter what. Uh, I don't know if you have seen the new Twitch meta uh, that has come out recently. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm torn on this. Go on. Uh, so for those that don't know, um, recently, uh, Twitch made a pretty big U-turn on artistic deceptions of nudity. Um, they basically allowed people, uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, a viral stream featuring an OnlyFans model has led to Twitch to update its sexual content guidelines with new allowances make it made for erotic dances, body writing, and other forms, what deems as artistic deceptions of nudity twitch says it is uh now allowed to the following content as long as it's properly labeled content that is deliberately highlighting breasts buttocks or the pelvic region even when fully clothed fictionized drawn animated or sculpted fully exposed female presenting breasts and or genitals or buttocks regardless of gender body writing on female presenting uh breasts or buttocks regardless of gender Erotic dances that involve a disrobing, uh, disrobing or disrobing gestures, such as strip teases. Popular dances such as twerking, grinding, and pole dances are now allowed without a label. Um, and then about a day later, uh, Twitch came out and basically reverted uh, the artistic de- uh, deceptions of nudity uh, because people were, I mean, there were actual artists like that were, you know, tastefully trying to make like, you know, rule 34 and shit like that on the site. And then you just had people that were just taking full advantage of the situation with their V2 models there, the things they were showing. Oh man. So if you go into just the art category on Twitch or just the just chat, it is insane. The new meta is you get a black bar. Oh yeah. Just, just cover the areolas. And then like cover your thing with a black. Like, it, it's so crazy to me. Like it, like at that point, like just go onto another website and just show like your your balls or your boobs. Like I just it's, I just don't get it. It's tough because Twitch is like very, like Twitch doesn't really. The issue really doesn't come down to like people abusing the rules. The issue comes down to the fact that Twitch like is so scared of like having a hard stance of like what they want the site to be. And they also know that, you know, they want to make profit. So like these just chatting type streams, 
they make them money. Like, so it's tough. Um, it's, you know, they want more broadcasters, but they don't want to turn into like a porn website. But at the same time, they're like, like, that makes a lot of money. But so like, they yeah. have to like, they try to skirt the line. And it's kind of funny because like, I don't necessarily have like a big problem with like the titty streamer meta, but it was kind of funny how that community of people who wanted to do lewd shit kind of self cannibalized. And they were kind of the reason that the art stuff got reverted because they were like, Oh, we could do all this crazy shit now. And they definitely skirt. They definitely crossed many lines. And a lot of people were like, oh, dude, it's the fucking incels, dude. It's like all these people who like hate sex workers. And it's like, Hey, with all due respect, Twitch is not looking at those people, people's opinions. Yeah. Because they put in these, um, they put in these like, you know, very artistic nude. Um, they made it very lenient for a reason. Yeah. And then like, as soon as they were like, mm, we're going to move the line a little bit. People were like, here's, here is my butthole. Would you like to see my vagine and boobies? Here are my balls and dick. Yeah, also, I'm going to... Ha also, P VTubers were straight up, like, showing their whole-ass nude models on stream. Like, we're talking, like, anatomically kind of... Anatomically pretty da pretty ridiculous. And it's like, come on, y'all. Like, you knew... Yeah. You knew if you pushed this boundary too hard, it was going to get pushed back. So, kind of... It was like, um, it, it was like one of those moments where it was like, oh, we can't have shit. Like you guys just can't, you guys couldn't behave yourselves. A little funny, but Hey, yeah. pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Um, we'll move on to Q&A here. Uh, we got a question from Walter or Walter uh, says, have you guys ever played any games from software and did you like any? Uh, yeah, I mean, I love the from software games like Dark Souls 3 is like one of my favorite games. Um, every other from software game I've played, I've eventually raged quit, but I had a good time. I really need to get 
I, I really need to like play more of them. I, my issue is like, <sighs> there's no easy setting. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, hundred percent. I mean, I Elden Ring was amazing. I played Dark Souls three. Um, I loved Armored Core. Armored Core was amazing. I still haven't played that. Like it, that is probably my biggest video game sin of the year. That's a that's like one of those great games. Like you could just play like if you're not doing anything. Like if you got nothing else to play and you just want to like have like a fun, but you know, pretty challenging in in some ways. Not as challenging as some people make it out to be, but like that's just a fun. That's just a good fun single player game. Um, yeah. And because I had so much fun with like the past couple from software games, like I want to go back and play more of them. I specifically, I, I think I've watched so much gameplay of Sekiro and it just seems so fun to me. And I've never done Bloodborne. I've never finished. Uh, like I started, I think I started two, never finished two. Um, I don't know. Like I, I really want to get through my backlog of Dark Souls games, but you know, maybe eventually. Hopefully this yeah. next year in gaming is a little slower so I could eventually do that. Uh, Space says, do you guys remember the Chubby Bunny Challenge? Did you ever do it? What was your record? I'm talking about the Wumbo, uh, the Jumbo Marshmallows, not the baby ones. Oh, no, man. I don't know what was with these massive trends of just, like, literally trying to, like, challenge people to not throw up, basically. Ah, no, I'm good. I want to say, like, probably around, like, 14. I remember doing it one time in high school. 14. That's still wild. I couldn't. All that sugar, that. all that just just sugar and marshmallow in your stomach. We could try it on the a podcast, and I'll I'll try a chubby bunny challenge or something. I've, make it fun. I think Rob's the only one who could like who is physically capable of doing that. Yeah, Mr. Fruit would not be able to. Fruit would throw up, and I would jaw. Up. Uh, you could blend it for him. I feel even then, if you blended it, I don't think he would participate. Yeah. He has a he's a sane man. Uh, Fenrir says, do you wear wigs? Have you worn wigs? Will you wear wigs? When will you wear wigs? I've actually thought uh, about this, this. This is a reference uh, to a Lord of the Rings interview uh, back in the mid-2000s. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, Jimmy says, any of you guys got any wild driving stories? It could be in a passenger or a driver or maybe some family story. Um... Thankfully, I haven't seen anything too crazy while driving. Um, you know, I was in an accident once. It wasn't anything major. Uh, we were just on the freeway and we got hit with some black ice. And Sydney's car at the time was yeah. a two-wheel drive car. And it just spun us out. And um, a car in the other lane hit our, uh, almost like the back, like the backside passenger door. Uh, totaled Sydney's car and stuff, but um, thankfully we were both okay, and the other driver was okay as well. Um, and that's kind of like as crazy as it gets for me. Um, yeah, I'll try and think if Wild Blue has one, maybe. Um, uh, the only time I had a crazy driving story is um when i was still learning how to drive and i think my i was in the car with my whole family i was nervous and i don't even remember why i went on the highway but it was something about like you know they wanted me to get familiar with the highway and i was like i'm we were going to like a restaurant and i was like i'm not familiar with the highway like i wasn't comfortable going on it 
Yeah. And I think my, I don't even remember who there was like, oh, you'll be fine. It's just a highway. Like it's not as scary as you think it is. I'd never been on the highway at that point. So I, um, <laughs> I almost run into, I guess my, I don't know. I, I guess my brain like floated for a second, but like the car drifted a little too close to the, to the side barrier. You know what I mean? Like the, the, yeah. the concrete barrier. And so I realized this, my, my mom or my dad was like, uh, and I was like, uh, so I swerve it back and I do that thing where like, you're kind of losing control of the car, but not quite where like you're swerving back and forth to try and get oh, back. Oh man, getting like speed wobble type shit. Yeah, like, the speed, yeah, exactly. You're trying to get back and forth, like to try and like keep to stabilize the straight line. And, um, I mean, my sister's in the back. My mom's in the back, my dad's in the front, and they're like, they're like, they're like, ah, and I get it stable, but that was uh, the most like, oh fuck, that sucked moment of driving. Never happened. Yeah. Hasn't happened since. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing bad's happened since. I think the only other driving story is in broad daylight on my way home from work. We're talking like we're talking like five, right five p.m. on the dot. Uh, I'm driving home and in the turning lane, it's like one of those intersections where like, there's a bunch of businesses. So mm -hmm. I'm in the turn lane to go. And this dude is in the turn lane coming toward me. Right. And he just straight up, he just straight up runs into my car head on. Jeez. Bump, like it wasn't that bad, but like this dude just straight up, like I'm watching him slowly like 10 miles an hour come toward me and i'm like is this dude gonna run into me this dude's gonna run into me this dude ran into me uh surprise surprise this dude is bonkers drunk at 5 p.m this old ass like 50 something year old dude just absolutely wasted uh the cops get there and i was like oh, i've never been in an accident like and the dude's like i wouldn't worry about it dude like this dude started doing like the, you know, the straight line test on the dude immediately. And he yeah. was like, he's like, you're, you're free to go. Like, we'll, we'll get you like a police report, uh, yeah. at your address. Like, don't worry about it. Damn. Drunk ass dude at, in broad daylight. I was like, damn. That's, this shit's that reminds real. me of, uh, that I heard of a, I heard Joe Biden's motorcade got hit and the guy <laughs> was driving under the influence that hit his motorcade. <laughs> oh man. That's just the worst. Uh, more ghouls uh, says, is there any chance for a Dark Souls or Souls-like playthrough for any of y'all? Wow. A lot, of, uh, a lot of from software questions. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. Um, I, I, I want to I wanna get back into um, Demon Souls, the remake. I need to, Ooh, I need to go back to that. That's what I want to do, too. I really want to yeah. do Sekiro eventually, so, so yeah. Uh, Crystal has a question. says, 2023 is about over. What were the top three most memorable moments of the year? Um, that is hard, dude. I'll just go off the top of my head. Uh, getting Reese, um, Dado's pack opening, and um, I got engaged last year, so it wasn't this year I got engaged. Um, number three. 
probably my subathon uh with salt nation uh in august where we got to like i think it was like five days of straight streaming and all that kind of stuff i think that was really fun and really cool uh for me top three i mean just happened had the bf visit that was amazing we did a whole lot of things um another in the top three uh i helped one of my friends who did not think they could do like an ultimate raid in final fantasy and they like i joined the group with them and they killed it and doing an ultimate raid in ff and dsr like dsr especially the difficulty of this raid like i cried when i cleared it the first time that's how just crazy Dang. it was obviously it's not it's not quite as difficult as it used to be like you know as time goes on people figure out like optimal strats and so it's not as daunting but like yeah when i was doing a blind and i finished it uh it was crazy so have helping one of my friends get through it that didn't believe they could do it they're a gamer that did not believe they were a gamer and they they did it so that was that was really amazing oh, yeah. three probably probably i started working out a lot at this local gym and i'm still going like seven months later so i'd say that was pretty big That's on awesome. my uh list and uh i've totally forgot about this uh we had this uh gym christmas party oh and it was really really cool and i actually got an award it was for rookie of the year they were like nice or what's like yeah we you know you have people come through and you're not sure if they're gonna make it you're not sure if they're gonna make it like you're not sure how they're gonna hang but like they cut like they come through and they stay with it yeah and like they show they show that like hey they can do it and i was super honored by that so that's those are my top three uh whittle says have you ever got have any of you guys watched neon genesis evangelion uh for for as complicated as it is, it's my favorite anime plus the rebuilds. Um, no, I I have not watched it. Um, there's so much anime I do need to watch, um, but I know it's Shark, one of Shark's favorites. Uh, I love Neon Genesis. Uh, has nothing really else to say. It's great, great sci-fi, mech, super super convoluted plot lines in the best way. Great show. Highly recommend anyone to watch it. If you dig that whole, uh, you dig that whole genre of, of complex sci-fi plot mechas, basically just watch it. It's, it's great. Uh, Slippy Fist, uh, would you rather go to jail for one year or go to jail with a Rubik's Cube and you get out when you solve it? What? That's easy. So Is it? Dude, Rubik's Cubes are not hard. Okay, I mean, so it would I, take me. But no YouTube. I'm saying I'm gonna make a stipulate. No YouTube tutorials or anything. Like, I, I mean, in there with just a Rubik's cube. There's only so many times you can. I mean, you would probably go crazy, like looking at it just on like blind progging a, a Rubik's cube. But I feel like, I feel like it would not take me more than like, because I don't. I have no. This is for me not having a, a deep understanding of like the lines of like what make uh, yeah. a Rubik's cube, you know, tick. But I feel like I could, I could feel like I could eventually figure it out. 
I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm going to jail for a year. <laughs> I, I I think I would like. I really think I would get like the Rubik's cube and just make it worse. Like I don't know even where to begin. I'm gonna put a stipulation on too. I don't have internet access. I'm in a jail cell. You know, so I I don't know how the what exactly what Blue said makes a Rubik's cube tick. So I I'm gonna go for a year. And come at a year, and you're still fiddling with that thing. I'll say peace out. Um, Mies with the last question here says, "Have you guys been keeping up with any competitive gaming scenes?" For me, I'm still keeping up with the Smash scene. Omega Lol, he says, uh, "It's kind of weird uh, seeing MK Leo no longer being the number one player." Is Smash still is Smash Omega Lol now? Smash Ultimate is a dark, dark cesspool right now. Steve has. Steve has made watching some of the top level smash uh pretty diabolically sad. Not unbearable, but you definitely have Where's that Omnim man or whatever his name is? Olimar? Where's the ooh, he's def Steve is Steve is definitely the most boring character to watch in all of Smash Ultimate. I don't I don't think he's as broken as like Bayonetta or like uh, Meta Knight. Yeah, I was gonna but, say, what's worse uh, out of these four metas to no, watch? No, okay, Steve no. Meta currently, Bayonetta, Snake, Mir, or Olimar. What what is the worst in that? I, I I think Bayonetta still was the worst meta when it came to Smash uh Smash Wii U. That was yeah. That was def that like almost killed the game, the scene in general. I do think this is bad, not for the same reasons of, of being overpowered, but bad for the reasons of this character requires you to play so strict. And he's not unbeatable, right? But he really drains the pace of the game to a degree that, like, Olimar and Snake could never do. And it's just kind of sad because, like, you'll straight up see... I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, like you had Tweak, like just straight up give up against a Steve. Like you're just like, I'm done. Like I, I, I'm not playing this. Like this sucks ass. And I don't know. Steve, Steve doesn't get any weaker as time goes on. Like people are not solving Steve. Like Steve is Steve. So it's it's just tough. It's hard. He's he's in that fine line between not completely, absolutely busted, but also just so boring to watch just so mind numbing. You have some of the top players be like, I fucking like, I cannot play Steve. If I have to play more than several Steve's, like I'm just dropping out of the tournament and it's who is the number one player. That's not MK. Is he a Steve player? I'm guessing. I don't even think the number one player is a Steve player is a thing, but it's just cause the, the sheer amount of just the, the it's, it's brain, it's brain destroying. It's like being in jail with a Rubik's cube. That's the equivalent. Uh it says, uh, I'm looking here on this uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Rankings. Uh, player rankings based on tournament performance and participation. Uh, at number one, they have Spargo from Mexico. Spargo, the cloud uh, main, the, the Steve yeah, Destroyer. Plays, yeah, it says Inkling, Cloud, and Baleth is who they play. And then Cola the Steve. Uh, is a Steve player. He uh, also has Sonic's. Is still up there with Olimar. The buzz is up there. Uh, you have Sonics, who is also a Sonic. Pl- Sonic is in the same vein as Steve, where it's just like it's so really, hard to watch because Sonic is such a campy character. It's tough. You would think he's a really like mobile character, like as he's like fast and stuff. It's the opposite. Interesting. <sighs> he's very campy because of his homing attack. Like his entire playstyle is based around his homing attacks. 
Okay. But it's 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 not it's not great. Um, you still have some great players still in like the running. Like you have Light, you have Leo that are so fun to watch. Tweak is really fun to watch. Um, Mutace is the resident Peach. You know the 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 combo lord. Um, do you, some other really fun play? I, I don't, there's a lot of players that are really fun to watch. There's a lot of riddles great with Terry. I don't think I've ever seen Terry. But you have a lot of the Joker. You have a lot of the people who used to be there that like really made the start of Smash special just kind of fall off because of the because of how oppressive Steve is on those characters. Um, And then you also have like Mars who doesn't really compete anymore. I've loved watching Mars play. He was the the zero zero Sue Samus. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's we're in a we're in a strange place right now with Smash so. Um, Counter-Strike right now is on its, uh, like off season right now. Um, it's starting to pick back up here with the major, uh, coming up in March. Um, and I also just don't love CS2. Like I love CSGO. So, um, whenever the LC, uh, the LES or LCS picks back up and thankfully they're doing weekend days, weekend games now. So I'll be able to watch that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, that'll do it, uh, for the GG over easy podcast episode 209. Appreciate you guys all sticking around, uh, for another amazing year. Um, we, uh, I actually think we'll have one more episode next Sunday, um, that will be on the 31st. So maybe we'll make uh, some resolutions and, um, bring in the new year. That is 2024. Uh, so thank you guys all for supporting us. Uh, really appreciate you. Shout out to people that always support the Patreon. Uh, click on that like button. Click on that subscribe button. The join one. Uh, thank you guys all. Uh, see you guys uh, for the last episode of 2023 next week. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.